tell yourself in the morning, I am beautiful, I am enough, I'm great, mm. I'm wonderful, I everything. Affirmations. All, uh, yeah, say your affirmations. Do they work? 100%. I hear about this like all the time. Welcome to the first ever official I Am Beautiful podcast. My name's Renee and I'm your host. And today I am joined with the founder of I Am Beautiful, the lovely Isla. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm really, really, really excited about today. And um, today I thought it's only right for us to have the founder herself on the show, um, for us to talk about the vision that Isla had, for us to talk about Isla's story, and for us to really talk about as well where I Am Beautiful is going and everything about the organisation itself. So I think the only right way to start the podcast is for you to share with us your story and I guess let us know how this all came about. I know you mentioned Thailand or I know some people may know that some of this was birthed from your Thailand trip but for those that don't know, just set the scene. Um... I guess my story started when I was 25 years old. Mm. I had an accident and I lost my dominant hand. Mm. Um, that, I guess, was the beginning of my journey. I really struggled with accepting what had, had happened to me. Mm. And I struggled with my thoughts. I had many negative thoughts. I felt as though I felt embarrassed and I felt as though no one would ever fancy me. Mm. I felt I lost my confidence. Um, I basically lost myself and I had, I felt very uncomfortable in my own skin. Mm. I didn't want to go, like I didn't want to leave the house. I didn't want to meet up with like old friends or meet any new friends because I just felt embarrassed about being someone with um, a deformity now. Mm -hmm. I didn't really, it took me a long time to kind of get my head around that. I, mm -hmm. I was 25 years old when it happened. So I spent most of my life with two hands mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden I've got one hand and I'm now classed as somebody disabled mm -hmm. and it just, kind of it rocked my world it kind of made me f just I had to relearn who I am yeah. and how to do everything again because I think we take for granted um how much we use two hands did it affect the relationships you had with people close to you at the time um I wouldn't say that it affected I mean I was, I was a little bit antisocial. Okay. I, I went in myself, mm -hmm. which looking back now, I think that it was very much needed. Okay. Um, it didn't affect my relationships. In fact, I, I would say that it strengthened my relationships with my close friends because mm -hmm. I realised and I saw how much they cared and loved me. Yeah. Um, and the support they gave me mm. like obviously helped me to get to 
the point that I am today. Mm-hmm. So it didn't affect, it wasn't in a negative way negative that way. affected. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I know you've mentioned before, I guess, in relation to the Thailand trip mm-hmm. um, and how that, I guess, birthed the idea of having something out of the experience that you went through. Can you tell us a bit about that story of what happened in Thailand? Yeah, so I went to Thailand with my brother and my sister and we went on a retreat called Beautiful You. And it was all about um, becoming a better version of yourself. Mm. And I felt like I just needed just a little bit more push from maybe an external kind of someone to, yeah, to kind of give me that little bit more direction, yeah, to to really accept myself. Um, And Thailand definitely did that for me. Mm. Whilst we was there, um, we was traveling to a mountain that we was, it was a part of the training. We had to climb a mountain. Mm. And whilst we was there, so we was on a, on a boat traveling to this mountain. Yeah. And everybody else was on the, at the front of the boat. And for some reason, I felt like I wanted to lay at the back of the boat. (laughs) And doing that. Yeah. (laughs) And I was by myself at the back of the boat laying down mm. and I was closing my eyes, just soaking in the sun. Mm. And I felt very, I, I could just remember just having like a big smile on my face because yeah. um, I guess to others I might have looked like I was sleeping, but <laughs> it was a bit weird because I had a smile on my face. Yeah. <laughs> but I was actually visualising everything um that I am beautiful well not everything yet but (laughs) I was visualizing the I am beautiful project Mm. and um when I woke from that um that visualization I then spoke it to my sister and my brother and then to the rest of the group Mm. and it was almost like everyone was like, oh my God, Isla, this is what you should be doing. And it was almost like I found my purpose. Wow. From that one trip? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And I feel like if you weren't in that position to kind of step out from how life was just going, Mm. go somewhere else completely, maybe you never know how would this have all come about without that time of just being separated from your everyday yeah I don't know if it would have I don't know maybe Mm. what at some point it might have Mm. but it probably helped me to speed up to that Mm. speed up the process to that point Mm -hmm. um and I think it was obviously what I needed um starting the I am beautiful project has helped me Mm. a lot as well Mm. in um accepting myself and I feel like um looking back now yeah when I was 25 years old and when I lost my hand and the struggles and the thoughts that used to go around in my head Mm. it feels like a completely different person Mm. that I would always hide my hand I would always like it just I was just in but I didn't accept Mm. that person Mm. and I fully accept myself now Mm. and that's what's made the biggest shift and the biggest change in my life that's so powerful honestly and to me that sounds like growth because you've gone from not one extreme to the other but your whole mindset 
what you're, I guess, describing just changed. Obviously, it didn't happen overnight, but you've gone through a process where you're like, that's not actually me anymore. And I think I admire you so much because a lot of the times when we are in situations where we're like, this isn't where I want to be or this isn't really what I want to do, we kind of get stuck there and feel like, okay, this is just what's going to have to happen. But for you to go, mm, okay, there is more to life. There's a lot more to this situation. Mm-hmm. Let me act on it and do something about it is just powerful. That's that's a boss move. <laughs> <laughs> going back to the time when everything had happened, you know, what was it that you had to adjust to the most, I guess now knowing that you only had one hand that was fully able to do the things that you were able to do before that's quite a difficult question to answer really because I would like I feel like I would my response to that would be everything Mm. so I can't give you just the exact yeah yeah, one thing emotionally it probably probably took me longest Mm. um but I feel like learning to do things because I think the struggle with doing things with one hand yeah is will forever be there yeah so yeah. even if i learn a way how like to manage to do something with one hand it's still a struggle mm-hmm. so i guess that's always that's forever there mm. emotionally it took me a very very long time but mm. um it i do feel like um putting in practice um like being conscious about my thoughts, mm. making sure that I uh, appreciate myself and love myself mm. and um, like putting these things in daily practice and as well start like working with I Am Beautiful. Mm. All these things have helped me to come to terms and to accept mm. Um, it's almost like healing really yeah so i feel like it's still ongoing although Mm. i feel like i have come a a, a long way Mm, mm. and it's something that i think not just me but everyone needs to practice every day Mm. it's a skill that you have to train your Mm. mind yourself to kind of adjust to and just so it's second nature Mm. um is this being mindful and yeah loving yourself Mm. um of course there's days that i will wake up and feel not great about about myself but um Mm. i can bounce back from it quicker because i constantly um practice self-love if that makes mm. sense no definitely and I think sometimes we often don't actually realize that self-love is something we have to put action towards it doesn't just oh I now have self-love mm. you know it's a process and I'm glad that you're able to share that mm. it was a process and maybe perhaps for those that are out there listening if you are lacking self-love or if you do feel as though you know I don't know what it is why do I not feel like mm. you know I'm confident in who I am don't worry because the process is just you know part of the journey and like Isla said you can get to that stage so I think that's really encouraging actually for myself as well um to remember that things are a journey and you know we like to see the end Mm. instead of all of the hard work exactly we kind of expect it to be like um 
like a switch that you can just switch on and it's mm. not. And I think the quicker you take that illusion out of your mind mm. and realise that it is hard work, it it is it is a lot of work, yeah. but it's all worth it in the end. Mm. Like I could I can't imagine ever being like now still feeling the way I felt mm. like when I first lost my hand. Mm. And if I didn't if I didn't have the determination to put in the hard work and go through the process mm. of healing and of teaching myself to um, love myself and appreciate myself, mm. um, I would never be here mm. today. Like mm. in the in the frame. doing yeah, first the, ever podcast, so. and also, you know, I'm beautiful wouldn't be here without it either. Yeah. You know, the process is just just as important as where we're going. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I guess so. You've you've mentioned that you obviously have a daughter how old is she now actually she's 14 14 oh, okay so she's in her teens mm-hmm. she's at an age where i guess body confidence is just up in the roof and everyone needs to really feel that at that age or so you can you know mm-hmm. be really discouraged going to school you're around loads of girls and guys as well at that age what are some of the things that she must come home and tell you i guess in relation to things such as you know what young teenagers are dealing with from having a teenage daughter Mm. and from i guess the workshops that we've done before and just working with teenage girls Mm. one of the biggest things that i feel like they struggle with Mm. is um accepting their body type Mm. um it they're very conscious about um about like they either feel like they're too skinny too fat and i just feel like um this is the problem with social media okay and this is what um this is what it's created in them it's created a negative um image that they they don't look at themselves or they don't see natural that we don't see natural beauty anymore ever mm. anywhere do you feel as though i guess parents have a big part to play in it how do you feel being a mum going, okay, how am I going to get my daughter to feel comfortable in who she is? Do you feel as though you can have a massive impact on what she then decides to think of herself? Or um, is it too late? Is there no hope for anyone on social media? No, of course Seems. not. I feel like mm. there's always hope. Yeah. And um, obviously as parents, um, we're there to support and guide our children and yeah. love our children no matter mm-hmm. what and I feel like as long as we're nurturing our children in the right way mm. that's um we're st- they're still going to be affected by outside sources and stuff mm-hmm. um but as a parent we have got a duty to um teach and show our children that they're beautiful no matter what mm-hmm. um but it has to come from all aspects Mm. like the media social media instagram Mm. they need to check themselves and as well and stop putting at making like filters so available (laughs) like you like use filters in everything no one can take selfies now or pictures of themselves without feeling without putting a a filter Mm. on Mm. and if it's not on you just feel like oh my god why do i look like this like oh so like it's a combination of I feel like everybody's got a responsibility to raise the 
the generations um, to mm. come in a more positive and healthy way. But also, no matter what anybody else does, mm. um, it's also the individual that needs to do the work, work as well. on themselves. So, mm. But they need to be paved a way for them to see what it is that they need to be, like what, like where their mindset should be mm. at. And I feel like um, nowadays, I mean, as much as people are becoming more woke and more spiritual and more mm. body positive and stuff like that, which mm. is a great thing, mm. um, you know, the teenage teenagers are still bombarded with um, images of unnatural body shapes mm. and looking perfect and... Mm. Like, you need to buy this in order to feel great around your mm. friends, your peers. And, mm. you know, they they are, their minds have been distorted quite a lot that mm. I feel like we all have a responsibility to change that mm. perspective. Mm. And what do you feel like is something that, obviously, when you do your talks and you do your workshops with these young girls, obviously teenagers, mm. what is it that... You, you feel as though is the hardest part for them to let go of is it the fact that if I decide to go you know I've accepted myself my friends might think I'm crazy or do you feel it's sometimes to do with maybe relationships they might be in why do you feel like it's such a hard thing to go let me stand out from the crowd and actually be comfortable in who I am what I sense the problem is is mm. that they have no knowledge you're not taught in school that you have that you have control over your mind, over your thoughts. Mm. And they don't have, they they haven't been taught that, um, they haven't been taught that they have the ability to control their own minds. Mm. And I feel like that's where the problem is. Mm. If, um, if they were raised knowing that, you know, um, it's down to, it, their thoughts are purely, um, an idea in their mind it's a thought in their mind and mm. it's not necessarily reality mm. um and they had more teaching on how to um improve the quality of their thoughts mm. i feel like they wouldn't struggle as much mm. but mm. i feel like they feel like they're trapped because they're bombarded with all this information that goes that makes them feel unattractive that makes mm. them feel and they don't necessarily understand that um they can do anything about it they just mm. feel trapped and just feel worthless and feel mm. like all these emotions yeah. yeah definitely so yeah so you mentioned the fact that you know sometimes at schools you're surrounded by all this knowledge but what do you do with it when it then starts to affect your mind and how you think about yourself and I think that, I guess, leads me on to my next question, really. Where do you feel is the best, I guess, place for an individual to really accept who they are and be, I guess, comfortable enough to let people know that this is who I am and this is what I want to do? Like, how do you get to that stage? Where would you be mentally to be in that position? Um, I think what I've like the biggest lesson that I've learned mm. is that um, 
we all need to take time to get to know ourselves, mm. to know our flaws, to know our qualities. And the more you know um, yourself, um, the more if someone makes a judgment on you or says something not very nice, mm. the more like I'm I'm at a stage where I've I know myself inside out mm. that if someone made um, a judgment on me or a comment. A, a comment that wasn't very nice, um, I can see it for what it is. Mm. It's a it's an opinion in their mind. Mm. It's their their own judgment. Mm. It has no reflection on myself mm. and um i can almost just laugh it off because i know who i am so mm. if that doesn't resonate with me if that isn't me i can almost just disregard disregard it, it. Mm. because i'm constantly trying to and i believe everyone this is this should be everybody's aim mm. is to constantly um be a better version of yourself each day so mm. question and be conscious of your actions and question them and say could I have done that any better? Mm. Could I behave? Could I have? And we don't always do things perfectly. I mm. don't. I make a lot of mistakes. Mm. But the important thing is to always um, be kind to yourself, um, mm. be understanding to yourself, um, and forgive yourself, mm. and try and learn from every experience. Every experience is a is a waiting lesson for you. Mm. And the more we can pick up on them lessons and learn from them, mm. one, the more things won't reoccur in your life because you've mm. learned that lesson, you can put that to bed. And two, that is how that is where you get growth mm. by analysing your experiences and putting in place um, mm. your mindset so that if things like that reoccur mm. um you, you you're more equipped to deal with it in a better way yeah definitely i would definitely agree with that a hundred a hundred thousand percent and i feel as though like you said once you know yourself mm. who's there to tell you who you are mm. you know it's harder to really point the finger and try anyway and discredit someone who's very aware of who they are um Absolutely. And I think that's why so many celebrities are so... We see them as quite confident people because mm. there's all sorts in the comment section on, like, I don't know, a picture of Beyonce or someone who's, you know, doing well or just mm. doing their own thing, but they know themselves. A lot of them know themselves and they're like, okay, yeah, so-and-so from across the other side of the world is not going to affect how I now view myself. Mm. And I think that's, you know, so important to know who you are. I think that's, yeah, I would definitely agree. So obviously you mentioned Instagram and the types of beauty that we might see on our feeds, you know, often um, and how filters affect the way someone looks and what we kind of perceive as this is perfect. What do you think are the positives, I guess, of Instagram? Because I know that you guys have an Instagram account that's fully fledged of all types of um, beauty. What would you say is a positive for those who are using social media? If I think it's down, obviously it's down to each individual what mm. comes up on their feed. Okay, and I think that if you are constantly following um, accounts that spread positivity, mm. then it will bring positive um, energy to your day, to your mm. life. Mm. If you're constantly following these Instagram models that look 
perfect mm. and are photoshopped and mm. edited it's going to make you feel maybe insecure insecure so i guess it's down to you as mm. an individual to mm. change up your instagram feed if um if it if you feel like it's affecting you mm. but there are many um wonderful accounts out there and positive accounts um to follow mm. so i guess yeah if you're following the right people then it can be a positive i guess mm, mm. what would you say are i guess perhaps for those who may be watching who could be dealing with maybe lack of self-love or someone who's battling with self-confidence what are some of you know the practical ways you can kind of start to begin that journey that process we were talking about in becoming more of a person who is aware of who they are i think one practice that really it sounds very silly mm. and it feels very silly in the beginning go for it but <laughs> to tell yourself in the morning i am beautiful i am enough i'm great mm. i'm wonderful i everything affirmations all, uh, yeah say your affirmations mm. um do they work? A hundred percent. I hear about this like all the time. A hundred percent. Really? It, it feels so strange and silly yeah. to do that. Um, but it's all about where you place your focus. That's mm. where happiness comes. Mm. And um, if you focus on, for instance, the, the things that your body helps you with instead of what my body looks like... Mm. Your what it's not doing or yeah mm. you're shifting your focus somewhere else mm. and um it's the same with affirmations um you're tra tuning your mind to think positive about yourself and eventually you you might not feel or believe it in the beginning but eventually you say it over time your mind um and yourself will think and believe what you're mm. telling yourself and it just lifts you up because we're constantly telling ourselves the opposite we're constantly mm. saying oh you're not good enough mm. you're not you know um who who's we we think of negative things even coming here today mm. i was very nervous very shy mm. and i kept i i kept trying to push any negative thoughts out yeah. of my mind mm. although they were sitting there and they kept coming they kept coming and saying what are you gonna talk about what are you gonna say mm. like and who are you and da, da, da. Mm. and i was saying like all these negative thoughts were coming to me and then I had to keep telling myself mm. that it's just, it's not, that's not reality. It's just mm. a thought and I need to push that away. And in fact, I am good enough. Mm. I am all beautiful. I am, I am, beautiful. <laughs> I am I'm capable of um, answering mm. Renee's questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. no, honestly, I hear about the whole idea of affirmations and to hear that, you know, it's something that massively has affected you. I'm definitely going to try it. Because there's days where it's like, oh, this and that. And this thought's come and that's, you know, put me off doing this. But just by speaking out, it must have a massive impact on your mindset. I definitely will be trying that. And I hope everyone watching and listening will also try their affirmations. We're going to have to make some affirmations. What do you think are some of the affirmations we can give people for those listening? Anything that you believe or want to be mm. true about yourself, mm. you start telling yourself from today. Mm. Tell yourself that and eventually 
that's who you'll become. Mm, that's powerful. Mm. Guys, those watching, listening, you know, you've heard it from Isla first. Start your affirmations today. Don't start tomorrow. Start today. Tell yourself you are beautiful. Tell yourself you are strong. And whatever it is you want to do, you know, continue to tell yourself. And those things will, you know, come about. They will happen. But um, I want to know the plans for I Am Beautiful and going forward, what you guys have in store for everyone. So if you can, just share with us some of the things that you guys as a project organization have coming so we have our podcasts yes. <laughs> we have um clothing line mm. for t-shirts and hoodies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we have um master classes eventually coming mm-hmm. more workshops more events mm. um we have oh <laughs> <laughs> There's too much. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Our e-magazine is launching on the 1st of October that we've whoop been whoop. just working so hard at. <laughs> and it completely <laughs> went over my head. We've got an e-magazine coming Yay, out. That will be really yeah. good. So we've got loads of things in the pipeline. Mm. And the plan is just to continue to grow, mm. um, continue to um, push out more content and yeah. services that will help teenagers to improve their quality of thoughts and Mm. to become to obviously their journey in self-love um yeah we have so much there's loads there is you just have to watch the space (laughs) (laughs) yes so where can we find like all this information obviously we've got listeners and people watching if they want to get to know what i am beautiful is all about where do they go I would say head to our um, Instagram, mm-hmm. our website. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all iambeautiful.co.uk. Yeah. Our Instagram is iambeautifuluk. Mm-hmm. And all our information and anything we're releasing will be shared amongst our different platforms. Mm-hmm. Wicked. So, unfortunately, we have come to the end. But I want you to leave with us like maybe perhaps one phrase or sentence or something which everyone can kind of take away from um, this conversation. I've thoroughly enjoyed it and I feel like you've given me like a boost (laughs) for the day, for the week. Um, I'm definitely going to be trying the affirmation thing because I've been putting it off for like ages. So I need to just start doing it. Um, But yeah, what would you leave with us for those of us who have tuned in today? Okay, so... As well as the affirmations, yeah, um, I do believe that a very big thing and powerful, powerful thing that I do, mm-hmm. and I think will help anyone, is being grateful for the things that we do have. Mm-hmm. Wake up each morning and say thank you. Think of all the things that you have in your life and appreciate them. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Sorry, I, I know I'm kind of going back, but no, what I would it. leave you with you leave you guys with is um um a saying um that although beauty is in the eyes of the beholder Mm. um feeling beautiful exists solely in the mind of the beholder Mm. meaning that um beauty is not what you see in the mirror Mm. but how you feel inside 
I mean, <laughs> gems, guys. I told, yeah, we're gonna need to. <laughs> if you're watching, just click because wow, we're gonna have to make sure we put that in the um, description. I need to write that one down. Gosh, it's so true and powerful. I'm like lost for words. Goodness me. Honestly, Isla, it has been great having you um, as the first ever episode of the I Am Beautiful podcast. This wouldn't be here without you. We wouldn't be here without you. The camera crew, which you guys can't see, wouldn't be here without you. Um, So we're so, so happy. And we've got so much in store. And I just hope everyone watching, tuning in, just continues to join us on the journey and reaches out, becomes a part of the whole movement and project because, you know... I am beautiful and so are you Thank and so is everyone you. in here we are all beautiful Absolutely. and you know not oftentimes everyone hears it so it's just something that I think is needed and I'm just so excited for what's coming honestly thank you so much Renee for thank hosting you. today's <laughs> podcast Thank you. Thank you you everyone for tuning in to our first ever I Am Beautiful podcast. Again, I'm your host, Renee, and I was joined with the founder today, Isla. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. I've learned loads. I've been empowered, inspired, and I hope you guys have too. Let us know in the comment section below or reach out to us on social media about how you found it and join the conversation. See you next time. Bye.